just a few fellas on a podcast Ripping in the pitching jokes and sharing some laughs Or I'm lying in the bedroom Jerry Bernstein Ooh, they want to know if it's something If it's anything Often featuring Lady Corbin I've been on a real writing tear the entire time wow. that I've been on tour and leading up to the tour, I was like going through my slush pile, like, oh, God, I got to find some turds that I can polish in here, you know, and I'm sure looking back over the things I've 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 brought to the group, if, if you looked at those episodes, you'd be like, oh, yeah, this is not, <laughs> this is really C-list material here. But ever since I started, I got back on tour. I've, I've got like three or four new things that I'm excited about trying. That's great. When it rains, it pours, huh? When it rains, it pours. Oh, my God. Levy, are you as excited as I am to tell everybody about the shit show that's been I've, going on? I've been wanting to catch up for weeks. Oh, I have wow. Seen. We can just do oh, yeah. that. Patreon you episode. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't called me, though. I haven't called you. I've been texting you. Yeah, I've been I know, called I know, you I know. since just, you said I don't like receiving calls. No, I said Ooh, I don't like phone calls. Great reason to not but call I, but I did not say that just like while you're on tour. I just said in general, I don't like phone calls, but you can call me anytime. Because I know, and that's hey. the same way. I don't especially like phone calls either. Okay, well, that's hey, part of it. Hey, baby, how's tour going? I hate phone calls. Just a heads up. <laughs> that's just, I've known Brett for years. That's how he answers the phone. That's, that's not on you, lady. Yeah, I hate phone way. calls. Phone <laughs> That was my act up to do, Jarrett. You know it. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. But yes, Jarrett. Yes. So for Brett, who hates phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to kick it to Leedy because the things that I want to talk about, I think, happened after the things that Leedy wants to talk about. So, Leedy, you you start us off on this catch up because, oh boy, is there a is there a whole bunch of business here? Okay, we went to a trampoline park and then we did poker and then we went to Meow Wolf and then uh, <laughs> what what else happened? Then I was on Stranger Things and then we went to this crazy Airbnb in L.A. and then we went to the Magic Castle, which was insane. Uh, and then we ate at this diner with these awesome shakes and now we're yeah we're here. <laughs> this sounds like a, a dream you had. <laughs> yeah, there's too many things there. You don't have to rush through if there's anything more you wanted to say about those individual things, Levy. Uh, uh, the Magic Castle was 21 plus, and that was really annoying. Oh, no. Wait, does that mean you couldn't get in? No. Uh, <laughs> just means that, okay. That means that crimes were done. <laughs> which, crimes my, were done. which, when I told my parents, they went, hmm, is that a felony? Mm, we plead <laughs> the fifth. No felonies were committed, folks. Mm-mm. And no good. animals were harmed. So does that mean that you were able to go, but you couldn't drink, and that bummed you out? Or I'll tell you after the stream. Mm-hmm. Ah, I see. <laughs> yeah, we are not going to fall for this, detective. She, she was just stealing shit the whole time. She's like, I'm already committing crimes. <laughs> I'm gonna make this. Eventually, she stole so many things that she was able to build her own magic castle right next door. <laughs> oh, also, we pet dogs. We went to Best Friends LA. Uh, that's mm-hmm. cool. I went to Best Friends when we went to. Was it in Utah that we mm-hmm. went? And uh, so much fun. So I'm jealous that they got to do another Best Friends in Los Angeles. I go to Best Friends every time we do this podcast together. Aww. Yeah. Friends. That was going to be my joke. Mm. I love that. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I'm I, 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 stealing Rob material today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to do an act out? or? <laughs> I was going to say, you guys are my best friends. I got to do I got to do Best Friends Fort Wayne, Indiana. I got to do mm-hmm. Best Friends. <laughs> oh, boy. Another catch up. Uh, the last oh, uh, venue that we had before we lost uh, Bowers. 
was this crazy ass place where when Steve described it, he says the uh, what it what was the inmates run the asylum and the green room had this weird eagle headed mannequin with big boobs and like a dominatrix costume on. And in order to get into the green room, you had to open like a fake bookshelf door, which was kind of cool. But it was a lot bigger than I was, so I had to put, like, all of my strength <laughs> opening this thing. Nothing like getting to the green room where you can relax after a nice workout. I know. <laughs> Every time I you know. want to go in and out. <laughs> you know what's even worse is that the green room door was basically on stage. So every time I would have to go in, the audience would just see me like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it didn't close all the way so they could hear us. And uh, It was um, There's a subreddit called awful design but great execution or awful taste but great execution and it's just things that are like really well designed but they're just awful <laughs> like just like taste wise or just there's something going on like where you're like why did you spend this much time making your Ferrari into a Buzz Lightyear mm-hmm. Ferrari? That is this whole Airbnb that we're at, actually. I feel like that this is mm. really weird. That's most Airbnbs, I feel like. Yeah. Yes. Boy, boy. The kitchen should be the, or the bathroom should be the kitchen, I think. And the kitchen is weirdly in the doorway. Yeah. And the bathroom has a, like, padded bench but we're, so that you can stare at people. But we're skipping ahead here. Uh, Sorry. So I would want to say one thing when we were trying to get uh, Lady to confess to crimes on the Zoom. I thought that'd be a really funny, like, interrogators technique. Like, <laughs> hey, you got a really rough suspect in there. I think we might need to do good cop, Zoom cop. <laughs> <laughs> or, might, or might have to do good cop, podcast cop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he tricks him into being like, hey, George, do my podcast sometime? Like, That's hilarious. So you are somebody who use, does drugs. Like, where do you usually buy those? And from whom? <laughs> you know? I love that bit as a like. I think you could do that in general. Like, I don't think that that has to be specific to this because because so many podcasts that I will listen to or YouTube channels or whatever, people are admitting to some crazy shit, and mm-hmm. and, and it seems like it's above the law. Like, hey, tell me about that time you broke into that, and I'm like, what are you admitting to? This is crazy. But because you're on like Steve-O's podcast, you don't mm-hmm. feel like you're gonna get arrested for this. Uh, so yeah, you guys are cool, right? This audience of a couple million. Yeah, I, I've always been curious about that. And I mean, I've I've kind of fall to I feel like there is some kind of protection under the guise of that. This is comedy. So you can always be like, oh, it was comedy. Yeah. Yeah. There's a performance. None of those, I wasn't on the record. You didn't get me yeah. to swear in a Bible. Yeah. When yeah. someone talks to me after this podcast to ask me about this whole thing, that is precisely what I'll say. Mm-hmm. Perfect. There you go. You and go. what about you when know. they ask you about that part where you said that you're gonna that's what you're gonna say when they ask you about I'll it? I'll say that was the same. That was also part of the comedy. Are you a cop? Is this a cop cast? <laughs> you have to tell me if this is a cop cast. <laughs> Which they don't, by the way. Anyways, okay. So we're in San Francisco. We've been doing shows in San Francisco uh for the last couple of days, and everything in San Francisco is difficult. It, San Francisco is a terrible city. The public transportation is terrible. Walk around is terrible. The lifts are terrible. Traffic's terrible. There's like everything is so inconvenient and terrible in San Francisco. But the homeless people are having a great time. <laughs> they sure are. I, I, I'm telling you, every time I go to San Francisco, I'm like, these are the happiest homeless people I've ever seen. They are well, hanging out. They're, they're, they're roasting each other. It's just a blast. It looks like a blast. Well, yeah. Well, Lidi and I went to go get Bonnie sandwiches yesterday. And because we were trying to find a scooter... The scooter apps were not working. San Francisco, 
this is the libertarian nightmare that every tech bro dreams of. Nothing works and there's a million things. Um. Uh, so <laughs> Perfectly put. Thank you. So uh, after trying to get the scooters to work for a little while, we were like, why don't we just walk, you know? And we passed through all these super gross neighborhoods because again, San Francisco. But every homeless person that we passed had like, a radio that they were playing super fun music in. And then we'd be like dancing next to these people, you know? And it's just like, I don't know what your deal is. There's a guy who just scoots around with his music playing like all the time. And I'm like, yeah, I guess they're having a great time to Brett's point. Some person with a panda head and a panda tail walked by. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, is this person going to an event or do they just not have any regular masks left over? Uh, they were in a panda head. Anyways, so... One of the things is that there's been like a real crime wave happening in San Francisco, people breaking into car windows. And so Steve's been very concerned about the tour bus and he's been leaving the tour bus uh, at a friend of his house every night because he doesn't trust the area near the hotel. Sure. But then afterwards, now that we don't have any shows and we're just like hanging in San Francisco for a couple of days, he was like, I'm going to move you guys to an Airbnb outside of the city and then you can leave the car there and it'll be safe. And we were like, OK, fine. It's a little bit of a pain in the ass because it's like 40 minutes from the city. So we're going to go to Alcatraz today and it's going to be difficult to get there. But, you know, this is what we're doing. We're we're here to to make sure that the car is a little bit safer than it would be in San Francisco. So yesterday we all get into the car. We drop off Steve. We're staying in the city. We take the car out to the Airbnb. The Airbnb is bananas. You know, we're our bus is very big and the streets here are at like you know, 90 degree angles up. And we're just like navigating this massive car through these winding up and down streets like crazy. Yeah. And there's like, you know, uh, it's very awkward to park it on the street because then you have to like get out of the car at a, at a 60 degree angle. And, you know, you're worried that you're going to be falling over and dropping all your stuff. The Airbnb, as Lee mentioned, is completely bananas. There are like three bedrooms and four bathrooms and there's a tub in the living room and the tub doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's a there's a bench next to the tub if you want to watch somebody take a bath. But the bench doesn't work. The bench doesn't work either. <laughs> you try to sit on it. over the water. Makes you, makes you ride a bike. You know? <laughs> so then we were like, so also we were hungry at this point and I was high. So uh, we were like, let's go get some food. So Because also there's nothing around here. So we'd have to like drive to go get food and stuff. So we get into the car. We find out there's an in and out really close to here. And we're driving to the in and out. And I say to everybody, should we get our in and out and then go back to the Airbnb and eat there? And everyone's like, yes. The, the car is too big to go through the drive through so we park it right in front. We go into the we, we go into the in and out we get our sandwiches. Rivers is like, hey, are we eating here or are we doing to go? And I'm like, we're doing to go, remember. He goes, okay, great. We all get our food to go. We go outside. I hear River go, ah, someone's breaking into the bus. And I was like, ah, good one. And then I see the broken window and I'm like, oh, you weren't joking. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then we see a car speeding away and there's like some bystanders being like those are the ones that did it and rivers is like what do you want me to do race after this guy i'm terminator 2 i'm just gonna go after this dude so now we just got like this busted window and we're like all right well did they get anything and you know we look around and rivers is like no i caught him just as he had his like hand in there trying to undo the door so if we had eaten there we wouldn't have caught this guy he would have just broken into our bus and ransacked the fucking thing but now we have a book was in the in the bus Oh, and wow. my bag was in the bus, too. So I would have been real pissed about that. And also probably all the equipment. Yeah. Yeah. All the equipment as well. But think about the GoFundMe. 
<laughs> Jared, I gotta I gotta pause you here and say mm-hmm. that like I know you're you know you're a professional comedian, storyteller, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. This was very strangely put. I mean, you know, you gotta like you gotta tear up what is important and what's not important. You're like, I'm I'm sitting there, there's guys, you know, <laughs> on the street, you know, San Francisco, there's hills. And then we go I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, think, I'm literally zoning out because you're because you're <laughs> Especially after giving Leedy notes on the way she was storytelling. I didn't give her notes. I said you can go into more detail if you want. I felt like she was rushing. Oh, okay. Maybe you should, you should take a note from her. Today. I feel like very attacked on this episode today. We love you, buddy. It's because you. you know I was frustrated coming in here that you guys were like, ooh, okay. Yep. I think we're going to turn up my personal spice meter here. We're turning Brett's spice up to 10. We're turning Rob's spice up to 10. Rob's spice goes up to 11. Now, you can, when you're editing the episode, you will see that your storytelling right now, I am like almost zoning out because I'm like, okay, Jared hates everything. I get it. Airbnb, this and that. The car got broken into? That's the lead. We are, we are, I was building up tension. You gotta understand. I think he's like setting the mood as to where we are like emotionally. Emotionally. Yeah, exactly. Ah, So we're not prepared to handle this, even though it would have been difficult regularly, but we're also not prepared to handle this. Our spice meters have been oh, I've been up for out. a while they've been up for a long time and yeah, also yes I will admit I'm a little weed hung over today so I'm sure I'm more <laughs> rambling than uh, did you than mention that San Francisco has done this like groundbreaking approach to we will not prosecute you if you do less than twelve hundred dollars worth of theft I did hear about that. I don't know any of the specifics of it, but I did hear about it. This is the result. Wow. Yep. Uh, Yeah, that was how it was when we were in San Francisco last year. And I remember because we were making tons of jokes, like the the hotel that we were coming into, they were just like, I guess they were getting new chairs or something like that. And they were or like new furniture and stuff like that. And then uh, we were like, oh, there's the crime policy in action. They're just. Taking all That's the stuff from the hotel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love the idea of someone just like holding some like really nice crystal. Like, hey, how much is this? That's $900. Whoa, whoopsie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Uh, like it, also that you're trying to like you're stealing stuff and you're like oh that's that's over my limit. Um, <laughs> what you only doing? go up to the cashier so that yeah. they can ring you up and it's like all right that's eleven hundred and ninety dollars all right perfect all right. and they just grab everything and run right yeah or you get everybody in the store to do prices right style you're like twelve hundred twelve hundred how much is this up up. <laughs> Twelve oh one. Burp, burp, burp. <laughs> you get arrested. <laughs> uh, so, Jared, I will empathize with you that sometimes mm-hmm. I've had crazy days or weeks or whatever, and I'm like, oh my god, that was crazy. I can't wait to tell someone. Oh my god, that was so weird. I can't wait to tell someone. And then something really ridiculous happens, and I'm like, ah oh, man, like now all the other stuff doesn't even matter because this thing is is so much of a, a of a bigger story. Anyway, well, that's the thing is like you got to be like, all right, small convenience, small convenience, small convenience. All these add up. To a big inconvenience, and then all of a sudden, there's the biggest inconvenience on top of all that. <laughs> I don't know. We'd, we'd, we'd have to debate that, I guess. About what would be the best way to? This to is my personal philosophy towards storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the broken window is a oh, fucking wait, thing so now. Before you continue, I just want to say thank you to Steel Mold and the Grim Retails for subscribing for uh, another month. Steel Mold right. has subscribed for five Thanks, months, guys. and yeah, Grim Retail has subscribed for four months. So we really appreciate that. Well, well, well. Um, Sounds like somebody enjoyed my story, at least. <laughs> they did that before the story started. Actually, I it disagree. Like I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> then okay. they liked my story. So, ah, exactly. Thank you, Leedy. You're the yeah, best. Yeah, I think it was Leedy's story that did it. Mm-hmm. That's That's that clinched it. Uh, okay. 
So now the broken windows are fucking thing. And this is where the guilt starts to come in because we've all got our to-go food hanging out and I'm high as a kite and Lee doesn't drive. So Rivers is the person who is responsible for taking care of all of this. Ooh, and it's like, yeah, we rough. can be zero help at this point. And so I'm just like sitting in the back with my food and I'm like, I don't know how long this is going to take, but I'm so hungry and I'm so high and I love in and out so I just, just started eating all my food and Rivers is handling everything. He's talking to Steve about all this business. They're trying to figure out the contingency plans. They're trying to get the car fixed by today so we don't have to worry about leaving the car out on the street with an open window. And while he's talking to Steve, Steve is telling us, this is a real problem, guys. And we're like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah? <laughs> is it? Thank you, person who's not a part of it. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> is it really? It doesn't have to deal with any of it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And to, Can you guys unrob the bus? <laughs> Can you talk to somebody? Well, in Steve's defense, if Jared told him the story the way he just told me the story, then I might have to differentiate between what Again, is a real problem or not. Rivers was handling everything. And I wasn't in the back going, did you tell him about the hills? And did you tell him about the, the scooters? Did you tell him about the Bonnie? And what about the bench? And, and what, what about, about the bench, bench in the Airbnb? In the Airbnb. That's Jared, weird. this is a real problem. But also your mouth is full of food. <laughs> Keep in uh, mind that all of this is happening because Steve said, we're gonna go, we're gonna put you far away so that the car is safe. <laughs> That's the whole point. I like I like that you were you're like uh, the uh, nobody watching knows this right now, but we were going to have rivers on and it became too complicated because of the Internet and microphone situations. We were like, oh, we're not we're not going to do it. But it was mostly Jared was like, I just don't think we'll just have him back another time. Uh, but it's funny to me that you're like, you're like, I feel really guilty. Rivers had to take care of everything. Ah, a little inconvenient. You're not going to do the podcast today. <laughs> 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 and I fought hard to get him on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, there he is. He's there on. It is. And Jared's like, no, yeah. no, it's not. I told you we'd get him on. He just walked by. <laughs> there, yeah. Hey, look at hey, River. No, hey. Rivers. You, yeah. Jared wanted to go to In N Out, but instead we went to Smash and Grab. Hey. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, man. Oh, man. You see, shared microphones doesn't work. I, there, I couldn't even understand doesn't. what he said. I had a million I, things that I wanted to add to that, but I couldn't because he had my microphone. <laughs> so, Rivers is being a fucking hero. He's being worked. a Superman and Batman rolled into one, With taking care of all of this. And the solution, I don't even know why this, this is the solution, but. The solution was to drive the car to some place that was like like 30 or 45 minutes away from here to get the car fixed. But the car wouldn't be fixed in time for us to use it at all today, probably. So then Rivers and so Steve drove a car to Rivers, which was super far away, drove Rivers back to the Airbnb. Then he drove himself back into the city. So now we're here at the Airbnb carless. We're supposed to go to Alcatraz in a couple hours. We don't know wh when the car is going to be finished. I don't even know where the car is. We're supposed to go to Alcatraz for fun, though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we. Lady's not getting arrested for <laughs> Magic Castle. Thing, you know. Well, no, no, no. I meant like not like. Oh, this is a thing we have to do for the show or something like. <clears throat> me in this situation, I would be like, oh, okay, things are crazy. We're just gonna stay at the Airbnb. But <clears throat> instead of being like, oh, we gotta go to Alcatraz, we gotta figure that out. I'm just like, let's just not do that. We gotta well, break in. Sean Connery's here. <laughs> <laughs> I know nobody here is part of this decision, but I just want to get on the record that I'm fine with Council League Alcatraz because of how stressed out this whole thing is fucking made me. 
I would okay. be, but my okay. parents are in town. So now, <clears throat> as opposed to me just being responsible for myself, I am also responsible for the activity. Yeah, my we'll family. go to Alcatraz. We'll go to Alcatraz. I'm excited about it. We're going to go to Alcatraz. I never I never wanted to cancel it. Never, ever. Show. You have no evidence, <laughs> that okay podcast that? cop. You have no evidence that I ever wanted to not go to Alcatraz. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, systems uh, out of order. And, and where's the van now? The van is somewhere getting fixed. Only Rivers and Steve know where that place is, though. Well, they had to keep it secret because of all the crime. That's they, right. What if you yeah, yeah. got it fixed in a place that was too close to where you got broken into and it got broken into again? Yeah, maybe mm. this is an inside job and me and Leedy might know. <laughs> yeah. and, and if we, they tell us where the car is, then we're going to send our goons there again. <laughs> got it. OK, cool. All right. Well, sounds fun uh, and really <laughs> stressful. And I in no way uh, feel vindicated in not signing up to go on this tour. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you made the right move. We should probably get to the jokes. Um, I will tell you that I went to my cousin's wedding on Sunday and I had so much fun. I haven't, I was like a little bit like, oh man, COVID, I don't know. And then eventually I was like, uh, this is, if I'm going to get COVID, I'm going to get COVID. And then <laughs> I was drinking with my siblings, we're dancing. Oh, no. My dad, my dad, who we are constantly battling to like get him to use his walker because he his like balance isn't great just like shunned his walker and then went on the dance floor and like held it down <laughs> like, we were, like I, he just got up and started going and i was like i can't all i could do is make sure he doesn't fall so i like followed him and uh yeah it was just it was just like so so much fun i haven't i haven't had like an outing like that in a, a long time but also i noticed that when you know what it is i think when old people dance it feels to me like they're making fun of everybody else who is dancing like That's the way that they, they're, they're that. like Oh, is this it? <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, that's really funny. Like the faces they make, I'm like, all right, relax. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I great, love the tone shift of your of your uh, catch-up, Brett. Because, oh, God, it's a nightmare over Armageddon. I went to a <laughs> wedding, and it was really fun. <laughs> you had a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob, anything good? Uh, any quick catch-ups from you? I'm just trying to think about how I would have told Jarrett's story. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm re- <laughs> reshaping it in my mind. <laughs> Jared, it's going to be okay. Rob, do you need me to make you, make you a smash cut of you telling a story, Rob? And all the uh, tangents that you make? I, I, On this episode of I'm Not Crazy, You're Crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lady, you just got a job as my new segment producer for I'm Not Crazy, You're Crazy. This might be a three-part series, I think. Yeah. Uh, I'm I actually, you know I what? wish I brought my glasses on, on the road with me. They're going, well, well, well. How about this? Yeah. Well, I will say I agreed with Rob's initial assessment, but as somebody who is not a very good storyteller, after Jared's defense, I kind of am like, yeah, that was the best way to tell the story. Maybe you could have taken out a couple details to just tighten it up. But uh, I would think, yeah, this thing's going wrong. This thing's going wrong. And then, whoa, mama. Again, I'm not saying my execution was perfect. We'd hang over. But <laughs> I still think the criticism is a little un- untoward. Ooh, well, well, let's let's <laughs> think about who shot fires, shot fires, fired mm-hmm. shots first. It looks because... like we got an episode of I'm not untoward, you're untoward. <laughs> <laughs> I was accused of merely trying to problem solve that somehow mm. I am purposefully trying to get under Jared's skin, which was uh, absolutely incorrect. I will happily retract my accusation. I apologize. I feel like I thought it, I thought you were going to be like, yeah, I am. But since since there's oh, pushback, oh, no, I genuinely this is pushback. I will yeah. I will say uh, that uh, I am I fully believe <clears throat> that this was just the jo- the inherent joy of trying to problem solve solve a problem. Oh, yes. All right. 
Anything else? Should we get to business? Should we get to jokes? Let's do some jokes. Uh, let's get this. Oh yeah, everybody guessed your order. We got a we got a JRB in there, and an RBJ. Jet? Oh, sorry, no winners this week. We got. Uh, Ooh, sorry, our folks. This week is BJR. Brett, hey, Jared, BJR. Rob. Brett, All Jared, right. Rob. Brett, 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 Jared, Rob. I tried to meditate drunk. Uh, my chakras were definitely not aligned. I slurred the shit out of my mantra. My breathing was pretty good, though. I blew a point zero nine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you kind of hit all the meditation, uh, or, or at least a good portion of the meditation nonsense that people say. Oh, I was thinking to, to do for like uh, a mantra. I, I don't know if this would work enough, but if like just to do an example of like I slurred the shit out of my mantra, I was like, Nom. <laughs> is that enough of like, do we all know that it's um, like it's usually yeah, an, like um, an om? Yeah, some kind of but om. the um <laughs> would, would, would differentiate enough. I wouldn't mind an act out of the mantra. I think it'd be funny to to slightly change the mantra to be something like you know when you're drunk, you kind of just like have a phrase that's like bouncing back and forth in your head. You know, it's like it's not my fault. Yeah, you're <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I said um, I was sorry. I'm not really in charge, so why would you blame me? He told me to go left, so I went left. <laughs> told me to go left, so I went left. I'm uh, pretty good guy. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what was the chakra thing again? Uh, my chakras were definitely not aligned. <clears throat> I was trying to think of if there was a better way. My chakras were crooked, but I feel like chakras aligned. I don't know if it's if it's in people's brains enough already. Yeah, like, like, for me to be like crooked, that that's enough of a play on it. So I think I just have to say just not aligned. Yeah, I do I, like that. It's like this, you know, if if you're drunk, you have to like try to walk a line, and you can't do that. Um, that's like part of the surprise right. test. So. Right, right, right. So I do it. Yeah, that totally tracks. Yeah, I was like thinking like my chakras were wobbly or, or mm-hmm. swervy or something, but it just didn't. I don't know. I think you're missing an opportunity there for how fun it would be to say to try to say chakras when you're drunk. That's a perfect <laughs> word for it. Just chakras. 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 <clears throat> this is a totally different joke, really, but. My mind started going Aren't towards like birds kind of weird in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of the, the, the comparison between being drunk and meditating and, and, and just the idea of like, I don't know, like when I'm drunk, that's, I feel like it's close enough. It's like, you know, I stare off into space for long periods of time. <laughs> <laughs> My head is completely clear. Mm-hmm. And then we could do the you could do the the mantra thing. Like I always got some kind of phrase I'm repeating to myself over and over again. Like, That's not my fault. It's your fault. Mm-hmm. That's actually that actually works <laughs> perfectly because it's a good justification as to why I meditate you drunk. I'm like I thought it would be no it would be easy. You know? yeah. you know, I'm already doing all the things. My mind is already pretty empty. <laughs> yeah, mind's empty. The, the things. And then, and then my breathing, you know, with the extent of the breathing tape, too. Breathing I love sitting in a comfortable position. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting on the ground. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting, yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter what's going on around me. I'm, just, I'm locked in. <laughs> Is there a way to phrase it so that we find out that your that your position, that your meditation position was just like face down in a gutter? <laughs> That's like the, the, the cops kneeling. like, hey, like hey, come on, buddy, you gotta get up. Like, I'm, I'm meditating. meditating. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the crow position. Don't You're you know off my energy. Don't you know chakras? <laughs> Did you tell my chakras? Uh, those are some good notes. Uh, I have another one. If you guys uh, have anything else for that, I can move on. If you don't, you know, I feel like people. Something that's wrong with us. 
in general is that we are so certain um, in our convictions of things that we don't actually know for a fact that we, you know, we weren't there or that we just don't, we just don't know for sure. <coughs> the Amber Heard trial is like a pretty good example. Everybody's like, Oh, she's the worst. And Johnny Depp's the best. But it's like you, you, but you still don't know you were not there. You just, you're just going based off of your interpretation. And so I always try to like check people on that stuff. Like sometimes I'll post a picture and somebody will make a comment on my package. They'll be like, Ooh, look at that bulge. I'm like, that's all pubes. <laughs> But you guys didn't think that's where I was going with this joke. Not only that. That was good. Something that's weird slash funny about this bit is that the justification doesn't seem to literally justify why you're bringing up the people talking about your package thing. Because that seems like a weird enough thing. Or maybe it doesn't. Maybe that's like, you know, everyone hears that and is like, oh, yeah, that's the Internet for you. You know, but I think that's such a funny idea by itself. That as soon as I heard that, I was like, wait a minute, that's a separate joke. That's its own thing. I could be wrong about that. Oh, like somebody leaving a comment. It's just like a novel thing you're saying that like it, somebody it, like, seems interesting. Somebody being like, here's a stand up comedian. I'm going to talk about their package is its own thing where if oh, I was yeah, listening like, to the first part of that joke and then I heard that, I would be like, oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I I, I see what you're saying. Like it, it, people talk about like thirst online. And I mean, it happens to everybody, like even me, a slightly like a kind of cute, a little bit overweight, you know, uh, stand-up comedian who's slouching on stage. People be like, ooh, I'll get a comment. It's like, oh, check out his bulge. And I'm like, you don't know what's going on there. That's all pubes. You don't know it's not pubes. Well, now if I'm an audience member hearing that, I would I would react like, that's insane, Brett. Of course you'd be sexually harassed. Look at you. You're so cute. Yeah. And you got a great bulge. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you with your bulge. <laughs> um, the entire time I've been sitting here watching you do stand-up being like, I can't wait to tell someone about this guy's bulge. I can't wait. <laughs> to be clear, I added that first thing in just for fun. But really the joke idea was, I just, I thought it was very funny. It was just like, I, I could easily cut that joke to when somebody's like, Oh, hey, look at that guy's bulge. I'm be like, you don't know what that means. That could be pubes. Do people that's, talk that's about your joke. bulge when you when you uh, post something? Occasionally, I get a I get a thirsty. Uh, <laughs> well, Lee does it. Well, Lee does it no matter what's going on. If I'm you know if I'm asleep or if I'm huddled in the kitchen, she can't even see it. She's like, ooh, there's a bulge behind there. I know it. Uh, <laughs> You're right. Like the beginning part is is just extra, uh, but it it. it adds to the non sequiturness of it uh without it it's just it's fun and silly and i like that anyway it could be all pubes i don't know if, if i like the joke more with or without that thing because it just makes it that much more silly and you're like that's not where i thought any of that was going it almost seemed like you were trying to make a profound point and then it wanted to be not even right close. right so right it does make it more fun for i agree yeah yeah uh, yeah maybe i'll find a more concise concise way to do that because i was kind of bumbling through it uh, yeah, if, if cleaned up and it sounds like you're about to make a real point about about the things we don't know, you know, and why we should right. probably keep our comments to ourselves and everything, and you're like, you don't know, it could be all pubes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, this is a joke about the nature of objective truth. And yeah. it then becomes... <laughs> that's not my dick, it's pubes. <laughs> is it funnier to say it's not, that's not my dick, it's pubes, or to have somebody go, or to, to tell somebody like, you don't know that that's not pubes. No, I think it's funny if it's you. Yeah. Okay. It's actually yeah. just straight up, you know it's pubes. It's definitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's pubes. <laughs> it's one dreadlock. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Even pubes is, is assuming a lot. That could just be one super long pube. Well, I think you need to, I mean, you have to have a really thick hair follicle 
No, if it's just if long it's just enough, and it has cube. to keep on wrapping, no, wrapping, wrapping, wrapping. Like a comb over. Yeah. Um, no, more like more like chromosomes, like DNA. Oh, like the, oh, oh okay. The worst no, that's like a braid. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the DNA is a braid. You need, yeah. you need three strands. How many strands of, are there in a DNA? No, you're right. There's like a double helix. True. Right, I was thinking right. more like the the actual like like chromatin that's all stretched out. It then coils up into coils, and then those coils coil into super coils. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, like packing. an old school phone cord. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ah. Exactly. Or like a payas. You know how Jews have them? That's how I imagine your pubes to be like. And then you have to roll it all up and just stuff it up into your into your underwear. I feel like there's multiple Asian, like like there's Chinese, the top knot, and then or there, there's something to, to do with like old school, like having a, a, a long ponytail type thing in the back. And then I know the Samurai had a top knot that was really important. And they had to like coil it in a certain way. So probably something uh, like yeah. that. And like, so if Brett ever like lost his pubes, he'd lose his honor. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd have to perform sepukak, kak, the pukak, sepubku, pubku. There you go. We gotta find a Japanese person to help us with this pun. <laughs> well, this is sufficiently gone on the rails. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Brett, everybody. Thanks, guys. Great stuff. Next up, we got Jared Bernstein. Hey, Jared Bernstein. Okay. I did want to get a mapping the human genome pube pun in there, but I couldn't find it. Landscaping mm. <laughs> mm. well, the human genome. There we go. <laughs> we did it, everybody. We did it. We Sorry, Jared. Harry, go ahead. Harry, Balloons. Harry Harry Balloons. Uh, okay. This one's got like a longer act out in it, which I don't love to do, but we'll do you guys tell me what, what you think about this. All right. My fiance watches The Bachelor, and she told me that they restrict almost all of the media that you're allowed to see when you're on that show. You're not allowed to watch television. You're not allowed to use your phone. You're not allowed to read the news. The crew can read the news, but you can't, which is funny if you think about the day that Trump got elected. Like all these women in their sparkly dresses are doing their confessionals. Like, I'm really hoping to get some alone time with Carter tonight on our group date. Um, is everything okay? You guys seem really distracted. <laughs> oh, keep going? Okay. Uh, I can't believe we're going to Morocco. I'm sorry, but 70% of the PAs are looking at their phones and they're crying, especially the women and minorities. Did something happen? Did something? I'm not allowed to know. Well, why is everyone saying goodbye to Esteban? They're hugging him like he got fired or something. <laughs> what do you mean? What, he might have to leave the country? Why? Oh, I'm not allowed to know. Okay, fine. Fine. Okay, I guess just keep going. Do I have an IUD? That's a weird question. No, I don't. Why do you ask? What the hell do you mean, uh-oh? <laughs> <laughs> What's the IUD thing? Uh, that's um, because when Trump got elected, everybody was like, well, that means he's got the Supreme Court seats, which means that's the end of Roe versus Wade. So, Gotcha. Okay. So, ladies, yeah, you got to yeah. get your ID. That might be more of a liberal rabbit hole thing mm -hmm. and maybe a normal person wouldn't under, wouldn't have that at the tip of their fingertips but maybe the Esteban if, thing is more if roe v wade hadn't just happened i mm -hmm. would have gone there immediately mm -hmm. but because it went ha it ha it's just happened now i i just like it threw me off a little bit like oh no that's the thing that happened while biden was president now you know yeah yeah uh all right well that's the end of the bit anyways so what do you guys think uh i i love it i think it's a great setup um i anytime trump comes in i'm like trodden territory but you mm -hmm. did it so well um and i think it is really funny and and actually now i'm starting to i i realize i'm like i'm starting to now appreciate it more because it's like thankfully it's been like a while since he was like constantly in the news like every time every 
thing I open up on Twitter is, is mm-hmm, Trump. But like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just such a nice break of, of like, oh, now I can appreciate a Trump joke. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad. I have like a like some very I have some jokes in my set right now that don't really get into Trump so much as they just sort of like scrape the surface of like what it was like when Trump was president. Mm -hmm. And even I feel bad saying that. And, And every point where I've been able to change in those jokes, Trump to just Republicans or the Republican Party, I feel like it makes it a better joke. Because I, I have that instinct still where I'm just like, nobody wants to hear about this. We're all over it. We're all done with it. But I think you've, you've hit the, the, the nail on the head in terms of time passed for a thing that we all remember, mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. least if you're, if you're um, progressive, like we remember this like, was a dark thing. And it's like now is I think it's like a, the perfect amount of time where it could be like it's a dark thing, but it's been over for long enough that we could, we could probably have a good laugh at it. And so I think it's, it is it is like a great example and, and route to go down. Uh, yeah, Thanks. I, yeah, I think that I, I echo those those sentiments where it seemed as if it was like, oh, you know, oh, this is a great premise, but we're we're not wasting it, but we're using this this premise, this idea of not being in the know for news, mm-hmm. and then we're going all the way back to this Trump thing. But then I was like, oh yeah, all the all the examples that you gave were were like, oh, that's a good example. Oh, that's a good idea. That's fun too. Mm-hmm. So it kind of pulled it pulled it back around for me as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess uh, COVID might be a thing that could be used instead, but I, I don't know. Maybe COVID is big enough where they would have like actually told everybody what was going on. I would feel you know? more annoyed if you were doing COVID mm-hmm. as like, oh god, we've heard it. I'm, I'm hearing it at every in every <laughs> set. <laughs> and and if it works, like nothing is as well. We it we we thought something was going to happen the day before, and then and then it didn't happen the day after. COVID was a very sloppy rollout of like. You know, well, the people who were in the know saw it coming. The people right. who didn't never did mm. all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, it really was a one-day, like, yeah. explosion. Right. Yeah. Nothing else really had the exact, like, yesterday was different than today, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so for those reasons, I'm like, yeah, that might be the best news example because it did just all of a sudden whatever. And because so much time has passed, yeah, all of these things that may have just been, like, fears before like some of very much i mean um roe v wade chief among them come to fruition being like no the the some of the worst case scenarios have happened this is exactly what the fears were down down coming heading down the road uh so luckily some of them didn't come come to pass but some of them certainly did so yeah uh, actually that's a really good point i think that 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 may add add to it almost me enjoying the joke more is because it's like when they hadn't come to pass if they could a joke about it just felt like Ugh, it was like it gave me anxiety you know mm-hmm. but because it even though it, it has happened and it's really bad and obviously i'm a male so i'm i have the privilege of being like uh oh, fuck that sucks but doesn't mm-hmm. you know I, it's it's only gonna affect me in in uh you know third party ways yeah. I, I still i'm like it's happened though you know we're 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 living in the reality now so it it does add a little bit more more levity to, to look back on that. I will say the only thing that would throw off my statement that it has staying power is that if Trump gets elected again. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, I was also thinking maybe uh, maybe I could still use the IUD thing if I put in a bit like the lady saying, like, like why does everybody keep saying Roe? You know, like, why does everybody keep saying that Roe is gone or something? I don't know. Maybe there's a way to, to tease that. <laughs> Are you saying Rose versus Ruby Wade? <laughs> should I should I stick with Wade? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> He's the one for me. I got a Rose. I didn't get a Wade. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, you either get a rose or you wait away. You know, like that's all right. Anything else for this bit? I don't mind having a short, uh, short turn today. No, I mean, I think there's more points that you can hit, but none of them come to mind. I'm thinking I, one of the things I originally thought when you when you said like oh, I'm hoping to get some alone time with him, it was around like Me Too movement uh, era. So I was like, oh, maybe there's going to be some like, oh, you don't you shouldn't spend time alone with a man because <laughs> mm, there was that that weird. But I, I I don't think that that would be as as clear cut. So gotcha. Um, gotcha. Uh, I guess what one other what other things that the people who are like thinking about trying to move to Canada. Oh yeah, that's funny. Is there any? Would there be any um, Republicans like on set that you could tinker with as far as you know who who might be? Well, maybe like, there's super like stoked about the whole thing. Yeah, maybe there's like one shitty camera guy who everybody hates, and just like the only person yeah. who's happy about this is Gary. And I know that when Gary's happy, everybody else should should be upset. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. There's some someone who's celebrating for some reason. Well, they mm-hmm. would know essentially. That the election is going on. I mean, mm-hmm. depending on how out of the loop they really are, but uh, you know, they may have be just assuming that Hillary won, and then they're just like, "What the hell is Hillary doing?" That's making everybody <laughs> so upset, you know, because that was the the liberal belief was like, "Oh, she's going to win, no problem." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, did something happen to Hillary? <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird because when you say Hillary, it it, it just conjures up this completely different image, like. I don't even know, even at the time, if anybody was thinking like, yay, Hillary, as much as they were like, oh, no, Trump. No, there were a lot of at least women that I know personally who were like, female president, hell yeah. And that was that was more more the concern or like, no, female president, like, hell yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, Yeah, I think even like the tankiest, you know, hardcore leftist who was like, ah, Hillary's corporate and she's establishment and nothing's going to change with her. I think even they would acknowledge like, uh, but it's great that we have a female president. Yeah, I, I don't know. It may be a totally different avenue, but the idea that like people are reacting and and they're they're like inferring things that Trump's done, but they think that it's Hillary doing it, I think kind of tickles me a little bit. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. So the Muslim ban happened like pretty quickly afterwards, but not right. like that day. So mm. I don't know if that would work. Right, right, right. But right. yeah, because the only the first thing that I could think of that he actually did was starting to put his cabinet together and Steve Bannon being like this huge fucking thing. And everybody's like losing their minds. Like this guy's a white supremacist. He's going to be in the cabinet. Like, are you crazy? But even that, I think, <laughs> happened like a couple of days later. Oh, they're they're all on set for The Bachelor for an extended amount of time. Right. So That's you could still go into that. Right. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That was, was going to be my note, too. It's just like like as long as you establish that it's like a six week or two month or whatever shooting schedule. Mm hmm. Then, then everything surrounding that time is pretty much fair game. It can be a continual thing every day. You're like, okay, what's happening? Because <laughs> like each day, like more information's <laughs> unfolding. Where you're like, why? You know, you know what? Uh, exactly. Why is Pedro upset now? And like mm-hmm. the next day, just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> where did uh, you know? Uh, yeah, you where did, where look did Muhammad a- go? Muhammad was mm-hmm. just here mm-hmm. yesterday. He's gone. <laughs> Look at the exact shooting schedule and also look at like this, the, that timeline of all the things that Trump did. And it'd be really fun to lay that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then like the next day they're like this. And then the next day they're like this. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. That could work a hundred percent. There's no, there's no reason why it has to be like all in one. Yeah. In one evening on The Bachelor. Can I please just watch the news? Why are you calling it fake all of a sudden? <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> At least let me go on Facebook. Oh, it's the worst there? Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, 
Awesome. Thanks so much for uh, for all great the notes. Premise. I love what right. a great pickup on a device. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And 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 I think people give you super super duper leeway. Like once you establish that it's an amorphous time period in which you're shooting that shooting schedule, then mm-hmm. it's just the time period, like the uncertainty, the whatever, the, the, the changes all of a sudden. Yeah, I like that a lot. All right. Well, next up, we got Rob Ryan. But before we get to that, just want to remind everybody, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash ITA pod, the best Patreon on the block. We got awesome bonus episodes for patrons who uh, subscribe for as little as a dollar a month. There are also additional tiers where you can get stickers and discounts and cool materials. Patreon.com slash ITA pod. And next up, we got uh, Rob Ryan. Hey! Yay! Uh, so I feel like I'm kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel with some of this stuff here. Uh, I've got a bunch of things I've like. These are all the jokes I've passed on on earlier weeks, and I'm like, Oh, I know that. I know that <laughs> feeling where you're like, Oh God! Like just mm-hmm. like you, you had three or four. You're like, Oh, I'm not, not gonna do that one. And then mm-hmm. and that week comes where you get right. And you're like, Oh boy! Oh, uh, go with this stuff. Almost every, almost all of the past six episodes for me, that was that. <laughs> uh, uh, this feels like an actual joke. Okay. Uh, I personally love woke culture because for the first time in my career, my comedy is considered edgy. Uh, I'll be on stage. <laughs> I'll be on stage like, so I'm a white guy. And the audience is like, can he say that? <laughs> that's great. I don't know why I was so nervous about it. But yeah, that's, that's the whole idea. <laughs> I took a girl out to get a drink. Oh. <laughs> yeah, is this one of those things where it opens up to more or is that just like No, I love it. Thing? I think there's a lot of I think you need to have for as many examples as you can think of of something that that is an edgy thing to say now but used to not be an edgy thing to say. Mm-hmm. I think you need another example of how an audience would react to an edgy sure. comedian. So I like yeah. I like the Kenny say that. I like the the uh oh, he's about to say something, you know, <laughs> offensive. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm not sure how much it would work if you had somebody like like already getting offended. It might work. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but I but I like the kind of like the way that a, an audience who's on board for edginess would. Re- <laughs> oh, that's yeah. funny too. Yeah, yeah. And they're like licking their chops. Like, Here, yeah. we <laughs> Here we like go. Kind of I'll give it to him. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm, I'm attracting the wrong crowd. Uh, to keep it silly and irreverent, I would want the examples of things that I'm saying to not actually be like even you know in the realm of like of something that's dicey you know mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, that way mm-hmm. it's just like <laughs> it's just nothing like absolutely mm-hmm. it's not even an actual opinion so if i had more examples it would be probably akin to that i was just uh, uh, he- visiting some family in israel <laughs> <laughs> spit, spit take. <laughs> uh what about just saying like just assuming somebody's pronoun, just like, oh, I saw a, a lady the other day. What? <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my, my, uh, my cousin just had a baby girl. I don't know. I don't know if I can mime earmuffs to like a kid. <laughs> or like I, I went into a men's bathroom the other day. <laughs> is there something that you could do to button it that's analogous that would be like kind of the opposite where it may have been edgy eight years ago but now it's like oh okay like if you were like police are all fucking cowards and they'd be like okay but go what's the bit <laughs> like, where's the hot take 
because it used yeah, to I think be with, what, within what the range of edgy now yeah within the range of the bit you can go be like but occasionally i'll try to be edgy and it, it actually backs backfires oh yeah 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 is there a woman that everybody was universally like fuck her but then the more information that came out they were like oh well now we're on her side Monica maybe Lewinsky? Michael Lewinsky. Yeah, that oh, might be a good, a good example one. of oh, like yeah. you try to do like a Lewinsky blowjob joke and everyone's just like, boo, the media was so unfair to her. It was Bill Clinton. He was only 22 years old. He was in a position of power. Oh, yeah. Now, now you're making me think like if we just plucked a comedian from the early 90s. Um, mm -hmm. and, and just put them on stage like it's like their whole act would be reversed. Everything they thought was edgy, <laughs> you know, or whatever may not have been. Everything they thought was good is bad. Everything is bad is good. It was like, I don't what, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> this is a totally separate thing, but uh, I was I was discussing with my my Gen Z cousin. Uh, I feel like Dave Chappelle is one more set uh, one more set about trans people and ten years away from telling us that he's trans. <laughs> <laughs> It is getting to the, like, when I heard that he's doing, like, he's working on new material about trans people, I was oh. like, the man doth protest too much, and maybe a lady. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had this other thought. It's not really a joke, and I was wondering if it was a, a thing that I could, now since we're kind of talking in this realm here, it's cool enough to shit on men in the way that there's not even a preamble. Like, it's just men are the worst. Everyone's like, yay. Like, that's the beginning of it. Or like, you know, why do men even exist? And everyone's like, slay, girl. And it's like, that's, I'm not like, like completely against it, but it just makes me laugh. Because like, when I would see guy comics tell like hard, stupid, bad women jokes, there was always this like need to... Pre to preface it with this like don't be wrong i love you know my wife's the best and and, and you women give it up for the women here they're, they're you know they, they do something that none of us can do oh, they're great right anyway they're here's why they're stupid and then he makes some joke about women and I'm, all i'm asking for as a man is that preamble that's it that's all i just want, i just want a woman men are great i love my stage. husband but uh. yeah 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 but they don't even do that they're just like they should be dead and everyone's like yeah you're right i'm like just give me the little part where you go hey they go to war and they do other cool things and whatever but <laughs> and they do other cool things <laughs> well i think it's just because as a man i don't need that <laughs> better. wow <laughs> anyway if, if that was worded well is that is that something that you'd be like oh that's funny that's a funny observation or something or I, if it's worded well yeah but you are you're you're surrounded by incel lava and you, you have a good chance of, of falling into it um but it is it is definitely a true observation and like, uh, i think it's yeah, interesting I guess I've, I've, I'd want, I'd need to keep it super silly because that's the whole point. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, tell us that we deserve to burn in pits and, you know, we should all be castrated and, right, uh, right. you know, the world would be better if it was just women and, you know, we're just a bunch of breeders anyway and we might as well just, you know, just donate our sperm and kill us off. Just tell us that, <laughs> you know, you like it when we take charge and then tell us <laughs> that we should die. <laughs> like, then I'm cool with your jokes. <laughs> <laughs> then you know the uh, the eugenics of your of your bit is funny to me. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan makes me wet. Okay, now you can say whatever you want. <laughs> there we go. Now, now we're following. Now, now we're finding the the mm -hmm. rhythm of it. That that's what I mean. Something just just say, God, men are great. 
when you need a jar opened and everything else is the worst. <laughs> yeah. And we should systematically uh, destroy them so that, you know, we, we can walk around safe at night. Men should not be in charge of anything above getting rid of the spider. But we also, <laughs> I need them for the spider though. Like that's an important <laughs> job that they can have. That would be very funny if there's like this future world and it's just women, it's run by women and everything else. And then there's this like code red and like pss, this cryogenically frozen man comes out and <laughs> thawed. And he's just there to kill a spider. And then they put him right back in. You did your, did your job. There's a comic that I actually think they turned into a show, but I, or the reviews seem like, okay. But it is a great uh, graphic novel called Why the Last Man. And it was about all the men on the planet die simultaneously, except for one guy. No, sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, Leedy, um, what, what do we say now, Leedy? <laughs> <laughs> Guys are great and I love one. Jordan's good, I guess. <laughs> so it's great. You know, they, they blow out. There's, there's these roving gangs of, of, you know, like the Amazons. But there's one part where they have a, one of the, the very strong female characters has a breakdown because she can't open a jar and it's great. <laughs> um... Because it is an inside baseball thing, if you could just quote a, a joke from a 90s comedian, hmm. I would love that. Like, this yeah, comic yeah, yeah. has this great joke where he goes like this, and then you know, it's funny and, and stuff like that. But he starts it off by saying, mm -hmm. this is this. And if he didn't, yeah. it would sound really, really bad. Um, <laughs> what if you just told that joke about a man, you, the, the 90s comic man version, and then you did the, the now women and just see which one people laugh at? Um, like, like I'm, this is an experiment now where I'm literally yeah. just gender swapping little, the thing. Do a little thought that's, experiment. That's See what people actually will laugh at. Okay. So men be shopping then? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's we'll give it a shot. I take it back. Men be shopping for guns. <laughs> <laughs> that's legitimately funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> for guns. Anyway, that was uh, cool. I'm glad we got to talk about those two ideas. Thanks, guys. Wonderful. Woohoo! Uh, I guess we all know what time it is now, right? Time to pitch the Patreon again! What? <laughs> now it's time for Leedy to show us what she's done today while she was here listening and contributing and being our token female lady who we love and she wouldn't be there even if it was good for us to have a woman on because we just enjoy her as a person she's an individual and she's talented because she can draw well that reminds me yesterday during the q a someone was like uh steve as a feminist why no women on stage did he revel in bringing you on stage afterwards? Well, yeah. he said, well, my closer's a woman. And then she was like, oh. Oh, he should have saved it. He should have been like, wow, you know what? You're right. And then when he brought <laughs> on stage, he went, oh! <laughs> He also said, like, two female comics turned down this tour, but yeah. <laughs> when we were on the road, somebody asked, oh, she said, how can you get people to be uh, more in, be okay with carbs? And I was like, you need to let people know that there are more things that are carbs that are good for you, like a pepper is a carb. And she's oh, like, no, it's not. And then everybody was like, ooh. And I was like, yes, it is. And then Sander looked it up off stage while they took another question and then revealed that I was correct. And it was awesome. Because <laughs> I got to be like, yeah, yeah, suck my dick. I think Jared even said, yeah, suck his dick. <laughs> Which, fun fact, carbs. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I think it's mainly protein. <laughs> Not all with right. all those pubes. <laughs> <laughs> the pubes makes it carb. Yeah. <laughs>
Uh, first up, I have an unfinished drawing. That's just the Amazon woman. Mm. Unopened jar. <laughs> it's great. She got a man's head on a pike. Yeah. We have a, an Amazon woman struggling to open a jar with, you know, she's a warrior woman, but also she's a head, man's head on a pike, but she's still struggling. And then I've got, no, you're not going to break me. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, we got a policeman putting a unwilling handcuffed uh, suspect onto a podcast. <laughs> He's saying, "You're not going to break me." There's Rivers, yeah, and it was Rivers. Yes, yeah. no, handcuffed. Rivers isn't on this episode. We're having another one. <laughs> we'll not give him identity there. Then I have the spice meter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, we are we are tall. All of our spices are off the charts right now. Well, I'm I'm fluctuating between this is oh sorry this is a spice meter and uh, Rob and Jared are, are right at ten. I'm between a nine and a ten, but I was late, so I think that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> then I have chakras. <laughs> <laughs> we got Wonderful. drunk me uh, saying chakras and then passing out <laughs> while still holding up my beer. Now we have me meditating uh, and sipping a martini. (laughs) Then I have. Hey! Hey! We have me in my bulge and pulling out a very long strand of. Dirty blonde, oh. early pubes. Oh, it's perfect. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ms. It Corbin, looks like a very long, yourself. curly French fry. Oh, Jesus. I wanted to make it like the magician who pulls the handkerchiefs out, mm-hmm. but that would have been really, really hard to animate. Mm-hmm. So like what you did was perfect. Thank you. That is it for me. Yeah. Awesome. Lady Corbin. Patreon.com slash Lady Corbin. Lady oh, Art no. on Twitch and what? Lady Corbin on every social media. What's every up? social media. And also, I'm going to be in Edinburgh. Uh, and it looks like, guys, I got a job. Uh, it looks like, not a job though, if whoever is in charge of visas is watching. Because I'm this not is comedy. Paid. It's, it's parody. It's satire. It's mm-hmm. satire. I'm not getting paid for this. But I, it looks we like. We got I'm her. Closing... <laughs> <laughs> Rob, like... Jared, and I are all cops. <laughs> This whole time, <laughs> two year operation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it looks like I'll be closing a show called The Set List, which is where a bunch of comedians have to improvise material. Nothing is pre prepared. You get random subjects. It's really going to be fun. That's really awesome. Excited. That's great. Rock and roll. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for thanks for doing the show, everybody. Yeah, let me read some uh, highlighted comments here. Uh, Three bedrooms, four bathrooms, and a bathtub. That's decorative. Are you sure you're not just in an Ikea? From Steel Mold. (laughs) Steel Mold says, people who were in the know about COVID saw it coming ahead of time. People who were not in the know about COVID are still not in the know about COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Uh, Thank you all for joining us. Uh, Thank you for our people who are resubscribing. We really appreciate it. Um, We will keep streaming whenever we are able to. And uh, we love you guys and we appreciate you. And a great episode to you, lady and guys. After it goes here. Thanks so much for watching. Check back every Monday for new episodes, or you can listen wherever you enjoy podcasts. If you want to help support the show, tell your friends how much you like Is This Anything. Or get involved, like an episode, share, comment, subscribe. If you want more Is This Anything, you got to join our Patreon at patreon.com slash ITAPod. We have a ton of awesome exclusive content on there, and you can join for as little as a dollar a month. Check out the links in the description, and hopefully we'll see you next week.